welcome to Cultural Quarter of an Hour podcast, a podcast where we celebrate the culture of Stoke-on-Trent and North Staffordshire. And remember, culture, it is so much more than stuffy paintings in a stuffy art gallery. It is so much more than a posh orchestra playing to posh people in posh ball gowns and suits. The culture we're talking about is the culture of every day, the culture of our city, our area that surrounds the city. It is the people, it is the buildings on our streets, it is the canals we enjoy, it is the heritage that is actually part of our everyday life, our present and our future. So grab a brew, peel your ears back and enjoy. This week, I have come to Newcastle Town Centre, where the Staffordshire Cycling Festival is well and truly underway. It started very early this morning. Cyclists were out on their way, taking part in lots of sportives, which are apparently the fun run of Cycling World. There's lots still to happen today as well. And uh, in between showers, I caught up with a few of the people who are uh, part of today, starting with Paul from Ride Staffs, who is one of the organisers. Staffordshire Cycling Festival is sort of our biggest event of the year. We run a, um, a business called Ride Staffs where we organise this kind of thing um, several times a year. But uh, this is the one where we combine what are called sportives, which are, I guess the cycling equivalent of fun runs, with um, some professional racing which will be taking place in the town later today. So what have people been up to so far with the sportives? Well, they've been out riding... Um, between sort of 38 and 77 miles depending on their appetite and depending on the decisions they made in the rain today um, and the conditions um, so yeah they've been out out into the Staffordshire countryside um, hopefully in among the showers getting a glimpse of some of the beautiful roads that we've got out here um, and they're sort of coming back into the town now in uh, sort of death say dribs and drabs droves <laughs> droves yeah maybe a better word what is it about cycling that you think is becoming so appealing at the moment? I think it's it's a fun sport, you know. It serves lots of uh, agendas, you know. You can use it as a way to get to work, um, save some money, get fitter. You know, if you need to lose some weight, it's a great way to do that. Uh, if you like buying expensive toys, there's always something new that's a bit lighter, a bit more aerodynamic that will make you go faster, do whatever, you know. So there's all that kind of techie side of it for folk to get into. And it's a really nice way to socialise as well, you know, to go for a bike ride with like-minded folk and go and enjoy one. You know, there's loads of great coffee shops that welcome cyclists out there in the countryside. And um, yeah, it's just a great way to spend your time. What staff would you like for cycling? I think it's a hidden gem. You know, we've got some flat roads as you get up towards the Cheshire Plain you can get into the sort of foothills of the Peak District and Staffordshire Moorlands which are really challenging roads and then on a ride like this in what people might think of as a fairly sort of mundane flat bit of the world we've managed to find some really cheeky climbs to uh, to entertain the bike riders with today so yeah it's one of those places where you can you can find whatever kind of roads you want to um, I don't think you get bored very quickly here. What cheeky climbs have you put in then? Uh, so early on straight out of here and up the hill to Keel which is <laughs> which is a bit of a brute, but it was kind of the quietest way, the quietest roads to get them out of Newcastle and into the countryside with. Um, so that we've had that one. Then they've kind of out and about up around um, the village of Mayer and um, Sugnall, where Sugnall Wall Gardens is. And then they go up to, from Stone, they go up to Modishall, which is a good long climb up there. And then at the sort of the farthest reaches of the route, they go around um, 
Croxton Abbey and then up a climb that's called Quarry Bank which is uh, a bit of a brute as well so yeah there's plenty to keep folk entertained oh and of course Beach Caves just up above Tittensaw which is an absolute brute with a hairpin bend at the top so yeah lots, lots to get stuck into How fit do you have to be to do these routes? Well fit certainly you know you have to be able to ride 80 miles if you want to do 80 miles um, but the riders that we have at the event come in all shapes and sizes and of all ages and that's part of the beauty of the sport is you know you, you kind of we expect the riders to be able to do a minimum average speed of 12 miles an hour on the longest route the shorter ones obviously if they leave at the same time they've got more more time to play with um so yeah so you need to be fit enough to do that and what kind of sense of achievement is there when when people when you when you're seeing everyone coming back how do you feel as like one of the organizers as an organizer i just feel uh relieved that there is another two three four five riders back safe and sound and we can tick them off the list um, but for the individual riders, you know, for some people, these events enable them to take on the challenge of riding that bit further than they've ever ridden before. And that's kind of why we're doing it, because Ride Staffs is about getting more people doing more cycling here in Staffordshire more often. So, you know, that's, that's what it's all about. My name is Councillor Simon White and I'm the Mayor of Newcastle Underline. Bit disappointed you're not in your lycra and on your bike. Uh, I have been on the bike, but not in my lycra, I'm afraid. And I've got a big heavy chain, so I've got to protect myself. Well, bikes need chains. They certainly do, but not this gold one. <laughs> so how important is it that we have events like this in the town? It's actually very important for our town centre. Newcastle actually needs an uplift, as, as Stoke and Trent does as well. So this event for Newcastle is very, very, very important. What would you like to see happening in the town across the summer then? Um, more events like this um, also is, and, 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 and more for the youths as well, and everybody to enjoy, and especially families, you know, in this loop Newcastle is a thriving Loyal and ancient borough, and we go back to 1173. I mean, I live literally just down the road. I'm near New Sainsbury, so I make no secrets of that, and I've always lived around here. I say always, since I've moved here, I've always lived around this part. And to me, this is a really special little market town, isn't it? How do we keep it like that? Well, we, we keep it by interesting people um, to come into Newcastle, you know, and make it vibrant. And what we're trying to do in Newcastle is trying to get, you know, more storeholders in the village. We're opening the Guild Hall to, you know, many other societies. We're trying to keep our loyal, you know, borough thriving. And we're trying our best at this moment in time. But being the mayor, I've only got a year to, you know, try and increase it. But that's my job. So seeing people in town today, seeing all the cycling going on, how does it make you feel? It makes me feel actually excited and that's why I actually do probably on a once a week to a once a month basis, go around the town centre, talk to people, making sure if they're happy, what they want in the community, what they want in Newcastle, you know, and what, what they don't like about it. So, and that's what I'm here and I'm here today just to do that as well and give support to this event. I also caught up with Amy, who is from Newcastle Bid. Now, Newcastle Bid is the uh, business improvement district. This is obviously the first cycling fest we've done in Newcastle under Lyme, so we're really excited that it's come here. Um, it's going to run for two years as well. It obviously brings something different. It brings a different, you know, dynamic of people, different genre to the to the area. Um, you know, we want to promote healthy living. We want the people of our borough to be, you know, happy, healthy. So that's why it's so important, I think. And and for for the businesses to get involved as well, um, for the public to have you know some a free event to come along to and that's quite important isn't it getting people getting the community involved as well absolutely i mean you know you want your community to support your local high street and the surrounding area that you want them to come support these events so it's it's important that we do them you know in a way that um they'll appreciate and that they're quality events as well 
And having a cycling event, it, it, you're promoting the healthy living side of things, but you're also getting new people into the town, aren't you? I think, as I said before, it's a completely different dynamic. You know, although it is, we've got some uh, some pro cyclists here today. We've got Ed Clancy coming later on, who is a, an Olympic champion cyclist for the for the pro race at seven o'clock. So it really is a different dynamic, and it's also because we've got entertainment on as well. It's something for all the family here too. And it's an all-day event as well, isn't it? It is. Yes. I'm you look tired. I'm going to be here till about nine o'clock, I think, tonight. By the time everything's been pulled down. But yeah, I mean, you, you know, it, it's there's something here all day, you know, for the family. So yeah. What else is the bid doing to sort of help get people into the town centre? So at the bid, we um, we're responsible for most of the town centre events now. We are responsible for the Christmas light switch on, which is happening this year on the 16th of November. Um, we're going to be trying to make that much more of a community event this year. Um, we um, support the Grove Festival in September. Um, it's all about bringing that footfall into the area. It's about um, involving people reaching out promoting the area to a wider audience so it becomes a bit of a destination for people we, we love and we want the people the local community community to come but we also want people from further afield to come and you know enjoy being here like we do congratulations for getting the first mention of christmas in uh, you're very welcome i've started i've been talking about christmas since about february so it's <laughs> and i'll be talking i'll be talking about it probably until christmas then again in february next year for next christmas you get one month off i get a month off for christmas yeah yeah and in a move that will surprise absolutely well nobody i also managed to have a chat with viv bradford from limestone brewery who were here in the marketplace um helping supporting the event we've always had a big community uh, push um, we're volunteers in our spare time so we know exactly what it's like but you know if you stay inside your own business you're waiting for people to come to you whereas actually if you go out and support the community they will come to you as well that way so it makes business sense and it's great fun so tell me a little bit about limestone now well, Limestone's been running for nearly 11 years. We've got a big birthday bash coming up, 24th of August at the brewery, a daytime and an evening event. So everybody's welcome to come and join us. Uh, and uh, we've got two pubs, one in Newcastle, and the pub in Stone was the halfway point for the ride today. And my husband and my daughter have been doing uh, jam, uh, bread and jam and teas and coffees. And oh yeah, they've been busy over there as well for all the cyclists. Being a, an independent brewery, an independent pub, what's it like for you guys in this in the current climate? It's a very competitive climate at the moment. There are lots of people out there who are producing beer and selling beer. So you've got to be very competitive. Your quality standards have got to be very high. And I'm pleased to say that we are award winning. So we have got lots of good beers. You know, my husband and my daughter are pretty good at their job. Um, but it's, it's hard going. But equally, it's great fun. You know, it's, uh, we're a family business and we're all in it together. And what do you hope to get from today? Oh, today is about supporting Paul and the ride staff's team. It's about seeing all our friends who are out on their cycles and often they do one event after another so we do get to know them. It's about um, promoting our business and saying to people, look, we're here, we've got two fantastic pubs, come and see us. But it's also about supporting the community and saying Newcastle's a fantastic place. Come into Newcastle, do your shopping, come and enjoy yourselves because it's not just about the shops. There's always something else going on in this town centre. Now, I may or may not have suddenly thought that I'm a cyclist, having seen all these cyclists uh, cycling in, cycling around. I thought, hang on a minute, I could do this, or can I? Let's find out. I'm just going to have a quick chat with the guys at Lime Racing. That's uh, Newcastle's biggest uh, cycling club. Duncan Mould, one of the coaches at Lime Valley Race Club. So tell me about what you guys do then. 
Uh, we help youngsters get riding on the bikes from a very early age, as early as three or four on balance bikes. Then we get them on the grass riding round and racing, uh, progression onto the velodrome or closed circuit races. A lot of them have even gone on to become national youth champions and we just had a recent um, um, member of our, our cycling community who's become a national sprint champion, youth champion. That's really exciting. Yes, very exciting for us because we've seen some of these youngsters riding on the grass from a very early age, progressing on now, you know, 10 years down the line to national champions. Seeing uh, the, the festival being here in the town, how important is it to have cycling so visible to people? Cycling's easily accessible for anybody. If they haven't got bikes, they can come and use our bikes in the winter and things like on the roller racing. Um, bikes are pretty cheap to buy cheap to maintain it's a fun form of exercise it's a great way of meeting new people and socializing as well we have children coming and racing and then the parents start racing so it's a progression from the children so it's all good things i'm sue jones i'm membership secretary of lime racing club and a volunteer yeah how did you get into cycling then uh, i joined quite a long long time ago with my husband and my son used to cycle he used to race uh, and my husband used to do the mountain bike section of the club and I can see behind there's um, a bit of a contraption going on here what, what is what is this what is this contraption yes yeah, so uh, what we've got set up here are the electronic roller system so the bikes are locked onto the holders at the front so you don't have to balance on these at all um, you can obviously balance if you take the holders away but we're just making it a bit easier today with the holders uh, but it's literally we set it up so the board at the back has got 500 meters set on it so you just jump on the bike and roll for 500 meters um, so we can set it up so at the moment we've only got two but we can set it up for four as well so we can have up to four races all rolling around the 500 meters as well and is that the best time there of just yeah, so under 29 seconds? Yeah, so 28.8 uh, uh, at the moment. That's our current best time. That was set by our coach Duncan as well, So, uh, which is uh, current fastest time. I think it was around 32 earlier, but it's just been beaten by Duncan uh, about sort of 20 minutes ago. So, uh, I might do that if it was downhill. <laughs> I don't think I could do it for that. I'll be honest, um, Cycling. I used to cycle all the time as a child yep. uh, before I got my car, then I got the car, and now I've got the fear of cycling. I've got a car, I've got a bike in my, ga- in my, in my shed, yeah. I've been out twice on it and I'm now, I've got the fear of going on the roads, I've got the fear that, you know, it's just going to end badly. How do you get people like me to get out on their bike again? You don't have to worry about that because we've got an outdoor velodrome at Newcastle just down the road so people can come on a Monday night and practice and if they get better they can progress onto a Tuesday night, novice night and then Thursday night's race night so you can race against other people. Uh, it's not fast league, you can, you can go in different categories, different classes, but you're on a track so it's perfectly safe, no other cars about, and then it builds your confidence up and you get back on the road then, start doing a bit more on the road. Perhaps, go even, perhaps even go off-road on the mountain bikes as well. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast, I hope you enjoyed it. So last week we were boxing, this week we've been cycling. It just shows you, doesn't it, the, the depth, the, the width and the variety that we have of what is going on in our area and the, the, the fact that culture is so much more than uh, just some clay and some pots. Don't get me wrong, I love the clay and the pots, but culture is everywhere. As I keep banging on about, it is more, it is all of us, isn't it? It's what we do, it's who we are. 
love to know what you're up to this summer i know it really is summer i promise you love to know what you're up to if you can give me a shout out on twitter at cqhpod facebook is the usual one cultural court now podcast let me know maybe i can come along and find out what you guys are doing in the meantime i'll be back another episode next week